Hi, my name is Isabella Johnston, and today's tip of the week is about transparency and raising awareness. Your efforts to foster teamwork and cooperation between multi-generational employees requires participation from the team to be successful. Otherwise, employees are unaware of their biases. They'll work against your efforts. So everyone will be able to complete their tasks within the designated deadlines without generational differences getting in the way. It's essential to help employees understand the dynamics of being part of an age diverse team. That means we welcome all ages. This ensures you make the most of your multi-generational workforce and most importantly, highlight the value of focusing on project end goals instead of generational biases and differences. Welcome to the Interim Whisperer. Our show is all about the future of work and innovation. And today's guest is Nye, who is the podcast hope of host of Coffee Sips Tea. So welcome to the show. I'm really glad that you're here. Thank you. <laughs> so I was on your podcast and that was a whole lot of fun. And I know that yes. you, yeah, so I'm going to ask you, we always kick off our show with five words that you use that describe you. So I can help you out if you forget them, but what, and why those five words? So why kindness? That was one of your words. Mm -hmm. Kindness, because I'm striving to always, you know, maintain kindness and everyone you do deal with it's always good to be kind to others yep kindness and, is a, a major virtue yeah and i know that you're a your show is also christ-centered so a lot of your words come straight yeah, from the bible yeah. oh yeah kindness is very big because our father he has a lot of love and kindness towards us he renews it every morning towards us no matter what we do and so it's good to do that for others because you just never know what they could be going through mm -hmm. you don't know where they are in life and yeah it's just always good to be kind it's something that can always uh, be appreciated all the way around be kind to yourself too and others very true it's mm -hmm. just like grace. I always tell people, yes. give as much grace as you ask for in your own life. Yes. So and grace is even to me better than kindness. Yes. Okay, so you shared that your second word was patient. Oh, yes. I don't know about you, but I know I used to pray for patience. Mm -hmm. And I decided no, because when I <laughs> ask for patience, I get a lot of trials. And so that's, mm -hmm. and I went, okay, I'm not, I'm going to go, I'm good. I've got patience. I don't need any more trials. So mm -hmm. what about you? Oh yeah. Patience is always a good virtue to have when you're dealing with things in life. And it does, like people have told me like, you're so patient. And yes, people do test your patience when they see that you tend to have a lot of it. And yes, trials tribulations <laughs> you get tested in that area a lot if you do come off as a very patient person and you know it's good to have patience and also work on having boundaries as well having healthy boundaries mm -hmm. uh, so that others aren't 
trying to try your patience more than usual just because they feel like, okay, like this is someone I can just come to and just try to anger them or try to provoke them in some way. So patience is always good. And it, it's just kind of off a joy when you have diverse trials that the trying of your faith could produce patience. So this is supposed to be a joyful thing, you know, when you are um, being tried in this area and tested in this area, like it's so that you can endure uh, to the end of your life, to the end of your journey. Mm, I love those things. Um, yes. You mentioned your fourth one was tenacious. I love that word. Mm -hmm. To me, that's like what I feel like we skip it thinks. over something. <laughs> oh, that's okay. We'll go back. Okay. Yeah. All right. Tenacious. So ten yes, tenacious. It's good to always have ten tenacity um, when you are in situations. To me, that's just like being a bit cautious. And just uh, taking in all the events, all the details uh, before you make a decision. It's trying to exercise wisdom in all areas of your life. And my big thing is like going into entrepreneurship. So you want to take your time. It's not going to happen overnight. So being tenacious is like really, really important. You know, a lot of people they think, oh yeah, uh, you mentioned entrepreneurship and that starting mm -hmm. a business, it happens overnight. I go, no, it's like 10 years. You know, yes. Think about Facebook. Like how long did it take Facebook? Yeah, it caught on, but yeah. it wasn't overnight that it became what it is now or pick any company, whether it's a car manufacturer or Publix, your favorite grocery store or whatever. You know, right. They start small and it takes time to grow. Yeah, a lot of the very successful businesses we see today, even online, they started in someone's house. And a lot of people probably laughed in their face. It's like, this will never take off. What are you doing? You should just get a regular job. And they were very tenacious in that aspect because they just kept going with what they believe um, they were meant to be. So now you have Amazon, it's a household name today. And yeah. You have a lot of websites and a lot of uh, businesses online and it just started with an idea. So yeah, it's always great to just keep going no matter what and it will pay off in the end. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I can tell you having a startup, uh, a technology startup is one of the hardest things I've ever done. So oh, when yeah. you start a business, it is hard work. That's why they will tell, tell us that it takes two to three years for a company to be able to break even. Yeah. And you're sometimes going without a paycheck for, for those first couple of years. Sometimes you're going without paying yourself, especially if mm -hmm. you have employees and you're not even having money a lot of the time. So there's people that had to sleep in their car mm -hmm. before they made it. And then when they be when they become successful, it's like they remember like the very beginning stages. And I'm sure a lot of them are extremely grateful. And mm -hmm. they may, you may see them do a lot of acts of generosity and uh, are being very kind because they remember like the very beginning stages of their business. 
Yeah, it makes for a really good uh, startup story when you're looking oh, yes. at the roots of this. <laughs> yes. of, yeah, because you consider and go, yeah, this is what it took to get to this place. And it's mm -hmm. really amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we're going to go back to the other word, compassionate. Oh, yes, compassionate. Very good to have compassion for others. When our creator looks at us, he is like a caregiver. Right. So mm -hmm. he has a lot of compassion for us. He does care very strongly for like where we are in our lives. What are our goals and our dreams? And what is it that we think about? What is our vision? And where is our heart? So when we have that kind of that heart posture towards others, we can extend that compassion and truly caring for their needs, where they are. What do you need? in order to have your, your cup be filled today? How can we, as people, a part of your system or a part of your support system, how can we pour into you? What do you need right now? So it's always good to be able to extend that care and compassion for others in the way that our parents may have cared for us or if they didn't, how our higher power cares for us every day. Do you think there's a difference, because I do, between compassion yes. and empathy? They're tied in, but not 100% not the same. Because yeah. you can be empathetic, and that includes compassion, but it doesn't always mean that you're empathetic if you're giving compassion to others, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because empathy is saying, <clears throat> I'm in your shoes right now which is kind of different from having sympathy for others, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, well, and sympathy is very different from compassion too. So I yeah, did like sympathy a real is quick also search different on from it. Yeah. Right. So it's kind of like, you got to know <laughs> what each word is like, where you're really coming from with each word. Like people have told me that I demonstrate a high level of empathy and it's hard too. You can't just go into the world be like oh I'm very empathetic because it's like but you're saying about yourself you know mm -hmm. uh, but if people tell you that you're really empathetic you can believe that you can trust in that and say oh gosh really another thing no one is truly born with empathy we're kind of born as like a blank state and we kind of are inclined towards being selfish so this is something that you learn when you're um, a youngin, really. When you're a child, you learn how to be empathetic. So it's, it's also important to exercise that empathetic muscle and know, like, even, like, like, for instance, someone may come up to you and they may want or need something. This might inconvenience you in some way. But empath empathy is saying, even if this inconveniences me, I want to be here with this person and walk in their shoes. Yeah. It means no matter what they're going through in life, you're right there with them. Sympathy is just saying, oh, I feel so sorry for you. You know, yeah. I really pity you. But empathy says, I'm staying with you until we can work this out. Yeah, and compassion. I did a little search mm -hmm. real quick and it says compassion is taking those feelings and then doing uh, an inclusion of mm -hmm. offering to help. Like 
when you walk by yes. somebody that's homeless on the street and they say, hey, do mm -hmm. you have any money? And you say, yeah, let's go inside and I'll buy you something to eat. Instead right. of just giving them money, you can actually feed them. Exactly. So that's why I say like compassion and empathy, they're really tied into each other. But empathy is like, I really am in your shoes right now. You know, mm -hmm. I can understand what it means to be homeless because I feel it. I feel what you're feeling. And then that moves you to act um, like Jesus. Jesus didn't just give, you know, he didn't just say, oh, I feel sorry for you or I'll just pray for you. He went one step further. He wanted to walk a mile in their shoes. So if you were struggling with prostitution, if you were struggling with sin, he was there with you every step of, of the way, you know, mm -hmm. and he truly believed in healing. He could feel like what they were feeling. He was moved to tears. Sometimes when his friend Lazarus passed away, he was crying, you know, and then he, he brought him back into life again. To, so that's, that's kind of what it is when you are being compassionate to someone, you want to uplift them enough to where they can live again. You're saying like, I see you. I truly see into you and see what you're going through. And I'm not here to judge you where you are. I'm meeting you exactly where you are in your life right now. And I'm extending true compassion and a true offer to truly help you and walk in this, as you said, a homeless person, I will walk in the store with you, pick up anything that you want, no matter what it is, and you don't worry about it. It's paid for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. takes a lot. I've, I've done that um, also, you know, with some of the people because I work downtown in Orlando and I can tell yeah. you that there's definitely a, a large uh, population here. Um, and many times oh, yeah. I was told this, that the um, states where it gets really cold, they'll mm -hmm. put them on a bus and send them down here so that mm -hmm. they, you know, end up not freezing or, mm -hmm. you know, the death toll is not so high of the homeless. Oh, yeah. It's, it's sad. Yeah, it, it takes a lot to be able to extend hospitality to someone because you truly care for them and you will put them up in like a nice hotel so that like during the pandemic, uh, a lot of communities, they said you can live in the hotel for this time instead of living on the street because we didn't know what was going to happen or what could possibly go wrong. So that was, you know, uh, exemplifying compassion that was compassion in move in motion mm -hmm. when neighbors poured in to other people in their home and say hey you may be elderly how can how can we get groceries for you you know even though you're in your home and you may not be able to to get out um during the lockdown a lot of neighbors they took holiday lights and they strung them up from one end of the block to the other right so everybody became a community and they poured in love and support to each other so that was compassion emotion saying hey you know you're a resilient person 
and don't feel like you're alone because we're all going through this thing together. Mm -hmm. So everybody drew strength and empowerment from one another. And I want to believe that at the center of that, that was God in motion. That's love in motion, saying that even though you may be a stranger to me, we all have that shared human connection mm -hmm. and we can all help each other out. If you want that support, you don't have to feel like you're alone. Someone genuinely does care for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Always good to remember that. Yes. So your last <laughs> word is friendly. So why friendly. friendly? Oh, yes. It's, it's so important. A smile goes a long way to me. That just said, you know, just smile. It's interesting when people are like, yeah, you know, nice. She's always smiling. She's always happy. It's it's a lot of strength that you um, draw from happiness. The joy of the Lord is our strength, right? So it's very strengthening just to be at peace of mind. It doesn't mean that you don't experience hardship, right? It doesn't mean that you don't go through um, trials, as we talked about, as we mentioned. It just means like while you're going through these things, you can still choose to be happy. Mm -hmm. You can still choose to, to operate in joy. You can still choose to rejoice and be friendly to other people. Mm -hmm. Be friendly with others. It's always nice to, to be available for friendship. And being a true, sincere friend to someone is treating them how you would want to be treated. So you honor the accomplishments of your friends. You celebrate them. Mm -hmm. Right. And you're just there whenever someone needs a call. They're like, hey, I got a new promotion at my job. Girl, good for you. I'm so happy to hear you got that job promotion. We knew how much that promotion meant to you. We know how much you were crying about it. It means someone is able to be vulnerable with you and you don't take those things and talk about it behind their backs. Yeah. It's amazing to be able to have a friendship that lasts 20 years, 30 years. If, if you have a friend in your life, I'm always encouraging others. Let them know how much they mean to you. Say, hi, beautiful. Just wanted to tell you your love today. And I'm so honored to have you as a friend. It doesn't mean just because you have bad times, it doesn't mean that you are going to be abandoned. It doesn't mean that you abandon your friends. It's always good to have uh, some surrounding friends. This is your support system. Mm -hmm. It is. Yeah. And yeah, and friends, friends are sometimes just one time. Sometimes mm -hmm. they're for, they're always for sometimes a reason. Sometimes they're for they're a season or a reason yeah, or a lifetime. Or a life. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. We obviously read the same quotes. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're very similar. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely yeah. have that in common there. So, I, yeah. Go and ahead. I just wanted to say, too, I'm just so amazed at what you do. Uh, for the, the visual community, for the visually impaired, and for those that are that are hearing impaired. And you were just kind of reading my language when you told me like, yes, I, I interviewed someone 
and he also has autism and you booked the appointment with his mother and that really sent me like I can tell like you do do make an effort a genuine effort uh to care for all for all and that's what true inclusivity is that yeah. everyone has a voice on your show yeah that's really important mm -hmm. to me that's for sure and thank you for bringing yeah. that up so today's yeah. show that dropped just so our listeners know um, mm -hmm. and viewers is Sam Mitchell, Sam and Gina Mitchell. That's the, the young man that has autism and he does, mm -hmm. he's done a TEDx talk. He has this wow. whole podcast about autism and about, you know, like breaking those stigmas that are out there that people have. Mm -hmm. And then his mom helps him manage it. He set his business up as a nonprofit and he does mm -hmm. public speaking. He's really, he was interesting for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and his mom. Anyway, but thank you for bringing that one up. We've had another yes. gentleman, too, that has uh, neurodiverse, which is another term for autism. And his okay. name is uh, Jeremy uh, Gottschuk. And okay. he was on previously, and he um, he talked about it also. And he has a fraternal twin. And mm -hmm. it was it was a really good show. So where did you go to school? Yeah. And when we talk about school, we usually mean like college. We've had a lot of people that haven't gone to college. And I mm -hmm. always liked that type of transparency because not everybody yeah. has to do college. So feel free to pick it up from wherever. Yeah, I'm a bit camera shy, so bear with me. Um, but <laughs> going to school is not for everybody, right? Mm -hmm. And I almost wish that I didn't. Unfortunately, I did go to school. I went to college and then I continued on in higher education. And I actually studied um, in higher educational IO psychology, which is industrial organizational psychology. Mm -hmm. And my whole thing is college is not for everyone, but I'm it's always true. encouraging people to at least give it a shot because it's more than just learning about books and textbooks. It's an entire experience. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things that you experience in college that does kind of prepare you for real life. There's a connections you make. You learn so much about yourself in college. It's about social, getting more socialized and um, yes. kind of breaking away from the high school mentality of uh, mm -hmm. where you know friends are everything when you get into yeah. college you realize oh it's a bigger world and then it helps to prepare you for that for sure yes that's true there's like so much things going on in, in college like you meet so many people you can't tell me the amount of time staying up late at night just talking to my good uh friends my girlfriends and we would just talk about everything like current events we would talk about plays about books that we've read different movies like we were just our own little bubble and anyone was free to come and share their opinions so I love how like <laughs> how opinionated people were um in college and how that was a big thing. Like mm -hmm. it wasn't about, and the time that I went, like political correctedness wasn't really a thing. And it's really important to just surround yourself with different opinions. And that's true diversity to me. It's oh, like yeah. 
you get to just hear like what they think on this, what they, what people think on that and just kind of develop like what your own uh, mission statements are going to be, what your own vision is going to be. And this is from the people that are closest to you. They're also developing who you are as an individual. And you're also pouring into them. You're developing who they are. And it's good to just, have that that positive experience in college. Mine was pretty positive. So Where'd for anyone who didn't, yes, for anyone oh. who didn't, my apologies for you, but it does get better. And it, it can be a really positive one. And then also, if you realize that college is not right for you, it's not a good fit, it's always okay to, to dip out. Yeah. A lot of people are successful today and they don't have a college degree, so. Very true. Um, yes. Where did you go to college? What What's the name of the school? Should I say this? Should I say this? Oh, yeah, or, you can say it. Yeah, on this yeah I'm I actually went... at University of Central Florida. This is one of their group okay. rooms. And this is Sorry. the campus and the background behind me. So I wanted a new That's... place to sit and have the show. So I came here. That's nice. I like that they, the campus lets you come on there and shoot your, um, your podcast there. Yeah, really yeah. Cool. And the yellow helps a lot. Me. It's a nice energy color. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yellow is gorgeous. This room is nice. And the little background, it's working. Yeah, You're working it, it. Yeah. The I chose that on screen in the back. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I Very... came in. Yeah, yeah. University of Central Florida is one of the colleges where mm -hmm. students come and they get matched to um, employers. So this is... I have 5,000 schools that I work with. So we want to say college names. We want them right. to come on and send their students mm. over to our platform and sign up. So yeah, we're all for college names for sure. Oh, Jesus. Okay. I'm going to say it. You be. Okay. But don't come for me. Go Bulls. All right. I don't know what UB is. Okay, good. <laughs> okay. Um, A so. tiny little school in upstate. That's okay. okay. I graduated from a tiny school here. It's Rollins College. That's mm -hmm. my school. And it's a liberal studies and it has a small number, but it's like a little mini Harvard, honestly. <laughs> and when I visited Harvard University, I went, holy cow, this is like my school. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. and I went, I see where they took it from. Anyway, it's all good. So it's how did you go from OD? Did you take that into a career for yourself? What has your journey been like since school to where you are now? Mm, that's such a good question. So, <laughs> wow. I, I mean, I graduated from school maybe a, a little more than a decade ago, I want to say. Mm -hmm. And it's been quite a journey because... It never stops. It doesn't ever really stop. And you never really truly stop learning. And you never really truly stop developing as a person as a human being it's just a com it's a complete process a process if you will so um the college started me off on the right foot my mindset at that time was just I'm gonna do whatever mm -hmm. you know it was supposed to be the the straightforward uh transition into whatever I'm, I'm supposed to be pretty much a working professional mm -hmm. and 
my whole mindset was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna be connected with a a top tier um, professional workplace, have my own office, just very ambitious, if you will. Mm-hmm. And then a shift happened when it was like, okay, but is the is the ambition for me, or is this truly about helping others and so that's that's kind of where I'm at today it's not so much just about being ambitious and feeling like this powerful um, working professional and putting up all my degrees you know on the wall behind me like like I've been there I've done Mm -hmm. that well you know what uh-huh. That can inspire other people because honestly, mm-hmm. when we, we have to work hard to earn degrees and that can oh, be something where someone else can see you and go, hey, I am just like her. And look, she did that. So I bet I can do that. And you, when you're put into a position of power, it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that it's all about you. No, you have the opportunity to be able to take that, that gift of being in a leadership role to make a difference and share yeah. that with other people, which is, I'm going to use the word inspire. I've said it three times, but okay, um, it is definitely something that makes a difference in other people. So I think I'm reframing yeah. it, if you will, so that mm-hmm. you might think about, well, you made that investment in college. And if you have the degree, you can always use that as something that you can give back to other people because in OD, and I'm in the OD space, you know, it's oh, always right. about measuring outcomes and being able to bring significant change and impact in the community. Mm-hmm. It's a, a heavy responsibility, but, you know, if, if God gives you that, then, you know, you're called to go out there and be able to yeah. change lives. And and that's that's great. And it's so important not to lead off, just to jump on what you just said. It's so important not to lead off with my college education is mm-hmm. always important to lead off. Like, I like how you asked me, like, what are my five attributes that I use to describe myself? So if you lead off with that first, and then as the conversation develops, then it's kind of just a polite, okay, where did you go to school? Oh, great. Like I went there too. But if you're just leading off with like, I'm college educated and here are my degrees and here is, all the things that I've accomplished, that doesn't really tell anyone much about that individual, except that they have a college education. But what's really important are the the attributes that they have. Like, how do they treat other people? Um, what can other people say about them, if you ask? Uh, what, what are, where, where have they been to? In what ways, you know, have they used their education? And my, my mindset was so different from the mindset that you see in me today, because it's more important to me now than being a major professional, you know, someone of academia. It's more important to me now to really see like how people are living. And a lot of people are struggling with financial insecurity. Many people are struggling with food insecurity and in order to help those, I need to start getting into my community and really engaging with others. Like 
it's so basically I'm saying like I want to come out of the office mentality and really connect with other people and if that if that for me means getting a college education that's okay and what else you have a college education what else after that what the story doesn't end there the story is only just beginning Uh so right so college education it's a really nice springboard into what you're going to do with it and prayerfully we're using our college education and our background experience in order to engage with our community and see how we can really support others in the community because some people have this gift some people may have that gift and you may not even need a college education to do to do some of the things that are placed in your heart to do mm-hmm. well yeah. and but you always have to take care of yourself also and whatever your Absolutely. family is my mother um, graduated high school she was extremely well read and she could um hold a really good conversation with anybody, no matter what their degree is. So what what I'm hearing is that um, when you're talking about that, I know a lot of people that don't have a college degree and oh, yeah. they're, they're solid. So the degree doesn't mean anything other than how hard you work in some area that you're wanting to get into, because mm-hmm. some things, whether it's medicine or law or, you know, a teacher, there's you know, things that you have to have a degree for, but many yeah. times for other professions, whether it's marketing or even podcasting, you, you don't have to go to school for that. You can learn right. a lot of that stuff right off of the internet. Internet, Right. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. over here, what's the name of your podcast and how do people find it? And let's talk about that because let's I was talk a guest on your podcasting. Yeah. I was a okay, guest on so yours. That you just came on mine. Did you get to hear your episode? I did. Did you hear your epi? Yeah. It was so good, wasn't it? It was good. But tell our guests, what's the name of your podcast? Okay, the name of the podcast is Coffee Sips Tea. I almost forgot my own show. And Mm -hmm. (laughs) on the podcast, it's very, it's a faith-based, Christ-centered show. It gets into real conversations. So we sip and spill tea about everything faith-based and it's it's just really friendly real convo over a nice nice cup of coffee or tea mm-hmm. or water she didn't have any coffee or tea y'all when she came <laughs> on my show she she was like i drink spa water and i was like okay girl keep, yeah. get, get your spa water. <laughs> throw and a that's, little that's lemon really in it or lime too. it's all good yeah like you can get some nice cut of fruit put it in your water it make it's so cucumbers it's such a, it makes a world of difference mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. how did you pick that name coffee sips tea and why yeah because uh at that time i had a facebook handle coffee ole and it's it's still active right and so some people would just call me coffee so i'm like okay like no one was called me by my actual name nice so I was like, well, that would just be my host name. Call me coffee. And I I do love tea. I don't like coffee. So that's kind of a play on words a bit. (laughs) So it's weird because my name is coffee. Call me coffee. But I don't even really like coffee. So Mm -hmm. I'm sipping on tea. So coffee sips tea. And that's also like 
a, a word that people use too when they're like there's there's spilling tea like let's sip tea like let's talk let's chat so mm -hmm. it's interesting too like we get to just chat and talk and sip our tea and talk about things that's related uh to the word of god and just putting that angle on it you know just giving it that kingdom twist on everything uh, going on in the world today, whether it's starting your career or just, hey, I just want to talk to someone or you're just going through things, trying to get your finances together. So people can have a, a takeaway from my show. And it's regardless of wherever you are in your faith journey, all faiths are welcome to the show. I've talked to people that are atheists. I've talked to people that are agnostic. I've talked to any and everyone and somebody can have uh, a takeaway from this show. It's a really, it's a really nice, small community. Um, they're called the Lovely Lattes. And we probably have about maybe 2,000 people that have listened, over 2,000 listens. And it's a, to me like that is a small number to me and that's kind of the feel that i wanted to have like as it grows that it just has that really nice community feeling and everyone can just maybe get a little sip a little shot of espresso and then just keep it moving get home with their day so that's where um the show concept came from and and it's nice it's really nice it's been growing over two years almost didn't get released had it mm -hmm. not been for going to PodFest and talking to some ladies there, they were like, why not? Just put it out into the atmosphere and see what happens. And uh, they really um, impacted me today. Shout out to PodFest. Yes, we love PodFest. And yes. Chris Kermitsos and all of his team. Yes, they're awesome. You know, Andrew Weiss. So we love mm -hmm. PodFest people. Chris Kometo, he's everything, isn't he? Um, yeah. And that was the first year that I went there, it was in 2020. They gave uh, me some free tickets. And I was like, why not? Like, I don't got nothing else to do. <laughs> so mm. I went to the Pie Fest and he gave us all this book, his own book called Start Ugly. And that really was in very inspirational, if you will. Mm. And yeah. just start however you are, wherever you are in life. And just start, even if it's not really well produced, even if you don't feel like you have anything to say, everyone has a voice and mm -hmm. everyone has something to say. Why not use it? Yep. Yep. Yeah. He absolutely does say that. He's been a guest mm -hmm. on my show also. I always love Chris. He's awesome. Mm -hmm. He is awesome. That is yeah. so cool. Thanks for on your show. Yeah, what was that has. like? Oh, gosh, we talked about what the future of podcasting is going to look like. And his insight is really, um, hope you go and listen to it. I don't know the season. I think it's season three, and I don't know the episode number. But look for mm -hmm. Chris Kremitzos. And we talked about how, you know, how uh, the thoughts are that there will be more things that are going to be embedded in us um, mm -hmm. to be able to watch, you know, like through like a lens in our eyes or being able to have things embedded in our brains. I think personally, yes, Terminator is real. So Matrix is real. So what? Well, what, yeah. what now? <laughs> yeah, you have to go listen to the episode for sure. What are we having embedded in what? 
Oh, different little robotic things, um, things that would be there to help us um, see things or be able to do things differently. I say no to that. And I agree. I agree. sound like Mark of the Beast, y'all. Mm. Having implants. Mm -mm. We say no bueno. Well, when you <laughs> carry around a phone, it listens to you all the time. And there will be a time when these things, you know, people are are looking at how it can be a part of us. So, you know, get addicted See, to the phones. Right. And that's the thing. Like technology is supposed to enhance communication. And but if we're like overly reliant on it, it cannot replace communication. So mm -hmm. that's whole I'm praying that it doesn't get to that point. Cause if we're like overly relying on technology, then where does that leave us? Mm -hmm. it, it does seem like Terminator is coming to pass a bit and, and even the matrix. Yeah. I think yeah. a lot of science fiction movies, I talk about this on my show, um, that I think that a lot of science fiction uh, shows do demonstrate or show us what could be. If mm -hmm. we're not paying attention, we should be paying attention to what yeah. we want to see happen in the future, for sure. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Um, okay, so what are your plans for your show? So my plans for the show, just keep doing what we're doing. And yeah, do you have any big guests that you want to feature or have come on? Oh, it's, you know what? If I did interview Rihanna, that would be cool. <gasps> oh, that would be so cool. You know, she, as I always joke on my show, I'm like, she's a cousin in my head. Mm. That's family to me in my head. Mm -hmm. so yeah. I would yeah. want to ask her like about Fenty Beauty and just like that whole thing. That's just so amazing to me that she's now billionaire status today. So shout out to Queen Riri. Yeah, I had this Much woman love. named uh, Jane Oates on my show, and she mm -hmm. served in President Obama's uh, cabinet also. Well, not cabinet, nice. but in his administration. And she oversees the workforce uh, initiative. She's with a company called um, Work uh, Workforce Nation. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm going to go look it up while we're talking. And okay. she had a lot of insight about what the future of work would look like. So I would say she's somebody that's definitely working nation. That's the name of the company that she's with. Working um, but she she was pretty, pretty interesting. And, you know, I always look to have some some people that have uh, following. You know who I'd like to have is David Letterman. <gasps> I Ooh, love his shows. That's a good one. Yeah. He's really, really good. I like his talk shows a lot. And I went, oh, that'd be so cool to have him. Mm. Mm, what would yes. you want to know about him um i would want to know more about things he, he's talked about like what it's like when he's been uh, growing up but mm -hmm. i would want to know more about um just growing up and uh, he's talked about some of his he's been really open about um addictions with alcohol and other substances so yes. I feel like he's he's talked about that, and he's a very humble man, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I like the fact that he um, has had the most interesting interviews with so many people. I'd like to know who he thinks was some of his top five that he would enjoy. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I would do probably a lot more research on him so I could find some things that maybe he hasn't talked about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Anyway, yes. we need to take a quick break because time has been slipping by. So we want to acknowledge Cat5 Studios and thank you for being our sponsor. The Intern Whisperer is brought to you by Cat5 Studios who help you create games and videos for your training and marketing needs that are out of this world. Visit Cat5 Studios for more information to learn how Cat5 Studios can help your business. Thank you, Cat5 Studios. And we are back to our show. Gosh, we haven't even talked about the future of, but you know, this has been a really good conversation. Uh, so I'm going to ask you some simple questions and we're going to keep them short so we can throw in some of our future of questions. What can you whip up with four ingredients like on chopped? Now, this one I didn't tell you about. So anything, <laughs> any four ingredients that you would have in your kitchen? Like I would say omelets for me. I said, here I go. Yeah, um, you have eggs, cheese, whatever veggies you have left. Like it doesn't have to be edible. Or it could be no, edible. it has to be edible. Of course it does. Oh, but, it has to be. You know, oh, it's like yeah. a food. Because I was thinking like, man, I love whipping up shea butters, but that's a topic for another day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so four ingredients. What you four ingredients what? would you have? And you could say, yes, this is great. It's something that I think is great. So I just learned how to make kimchi. Ooh. And I love, I love, 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 love kimchi. And That's cabbage, right? Yeah, all you need is cabbage. You can just get it from your local grocery. And I use both of them. I use the Asian one. I forget what it's called. And then I use like the regular one. Well, how do you make you just, it? What do you have to you have, have? You have to ferment it. Like you just In need what? water. You just need water, some flour, some salt, and cabbage. And that's and like a really basic. you don't put vinegar one. on it? You can. You can use vinegar. You mean the it cabbage ferments, ferments over itself? Over time. What was that, wow. ma'am? The cabbage ferments itself? Yeah, you can ferment it. You can pour it. So you use like water. You can use like water flour. And then you use like, you can use a little sea salt just to kind of draw the stuff out of the cabbage. I forgot how you make it. But like a really basic recipe. All you need water, cabbage. Um, some You can use red pe pepper flakes if you don't have the actual mm. paste. And you can just kind of go from there. Use hmm. um, hot sauce. You can pour vinegar on it too, just to kind of start the fermentation. And then it, it just ferments and it doesn't go bad. And hmm. you can just keep using that thing. So I hope nobody in the um, Korean community comes for me. Don't come for me, but I love your kimchi. <laughs> okay. I love it. It's so I good. I think it's all good. It's all good. Yes. Okay. Next question. Who in your life has had the biggest impact on your life and how? Mm, 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 mm. Uh, Chris Kremitzos. Am I saying his name right? Kremitzos, yeah. Kremitzos, okay. Chris Kremitzos, thank you for, yeah. thank you so much for those tickets to your, to your, um, your conference, the PodFest. I've met so many people there. So he had like the biggest influence in me starting uh, the podcast, Coffee Sips Tea. That changed my life because if it wasn't for PodFest, that show probably would have never went live. Like I'm not good with uh, public speaking or being on cameras or hearing my voice. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hmm, cool. What yeah. are you most grateful for? 
the most grateful for what are you most grateful mm -hmm. i'm most grateful for being in the land of the living believe it or not like another day of life just to be here mm -hmm. it's amazing it's powerful mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so what do you think about covid we're gonna flip over to the second half we're of our flipping. show <laughs> super fast so okay. you know we talk usually about what what jobs and industries would look like in 2030, which is not that mm -hmm. far. That's only eight years right. away. So COVID these past two years has had a big uh, eye opening um, experience for everybody in the workplace. We all saw that, oh, we really could work remotely. Oh, you could go to school remotely. You can go <laughs> to church remotely. You can do just about everything remotely, but yet we're made for relationships. So COVID, right. the impact on business podcasting i think it did well what do you think yeah podcasting definitely thrive we have over two million podcasts that are live right now and people everyone has a podcast it's like if you don't have a podcast it's like who are you really yeah it's kind of like before when it was like blogs oh start a blog when blogs yeah, were start like a blog. so podcasting is like what blogs were to people in the early 2000s um mm -hmm podcasting could be the future and what's awesome about podcasting is like you can do whatever you want about it you can talk about whatever topic and whatever segments you want like it really is your personal creation so podcasting is just going to at this point it's going to be even more uh, powerful for people who are creatives and who are artists like keep on creating what we're meant to do yeah, I think what's interesting about that is that um, we're not regulated like TV and other radio mm -hmm. shows. So I feel like, you know, there's this place where we're very fortunate. You're right. Mm -hmm. People can start any topic and do whatever they want. In 2030, I feel like it's uh, still going to be very, very strong. Um, mm -hmm. I believe that there's a bigger advantage to being on video because, mm -hmm. you know, people like to see things and see people. And as we move into augmented reality and virtual reality, there's going to be a blend between that to make it more realistic for mm -hmm. the customer or the um, user, viewer, whatever that you want to call them, um, right. to make it more relatable and something that they can do. So. Stay tuned for that. I know that that's part of why Instagram, um, they created those filters. And that's, uh, I read this article about how that's a, a somewhat of augmented reality because they're changing how we look. It's also some of the things that people don't realize is uh, they were using that as part of the facial recognition to be able oh to, gosh. yeah, there's always something. <laughs> it sounds like Terminator all over again. <laughs> there's always like something that can be kind of dark that we have to be aware of, but um, right. a lot of the faces, they collect the faces and then it becomes part of the the bank, if you will, that's out yeah. there. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Even with Duolingo, like I use Duolingo and I've um, really enhanced my ability to speak in Spanish. I can't do it right now. I'm not like, okay. I'm not 100% fluent in that Como te va? Yeah. Uh, where am I going? How am I going? How am I doing? Is that what you're asking? How are you? How are oh. you doing, beautiful? Oh, okay. I thought it was mm -hmm. como estas. I, va, I thought was to go. How is it going? How is it okay. going? Yeah, it's going well. Bien. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's my word, my Spanish word, bien. You know I what's won't... funny <laughs> about um, language? Like, 
when you learn it in school, the we learn it like the formal way. Right. And it's like, <laughs> no one speaks it like that. I mean, you can say como estas, of course. Like, there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. It's just interesting. Like, the stuff that we learn in school, people, be, they'll be like, eh? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> no exactly. Anyway, it only says mm -hmm. I'm 15% proficient, and I'm going, okay, but that was better than zero, so That's I'll take it. That's better than zero. You're, you probably are more proficient than a lot, You believe it or not. Do you feel like um, you could have a conversation with someone in Spanish? I can as long, oh, yes, I feel like I can as long as I can um, have access to words that I don't know how to say, but my mm -hmm. vocabulary is limited. Um, mm -hmm. I like that Duolingo has gamified that approach to make the world more accessible and um, feel like we can talk to each other. So I find mm -hmm. that really um, a good thing, really a good thing. But they also asked if they wanted, if, if I would give permission to record my, um, the courses that they could, you know, when you speak into the app, you're um, saying it and they would record it to improve the quality of it. And I go, yeah, I know there's that one side to it, but I also know there's another side that I don't know. So I want to know both sides before I make that decision. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, we got off track. <laughs> Remote, blended, okay. on-site, um, and flexible work. I feel like there's going to be a place where people will want to go back and have the hybrid. I, don't, I think that because we're social creatures, mm -hmm. we're made for relationship, that they're going to want to have the option to be able to go in, go back in. What do Agree. you think? Agree with, with that. Yeah, I think for those people that are introverted and um, that get more anxious with being around a lot of people, it, it can harm them, though. It can make it even harder for them to be able to um, be relatable. And so it's yeah. good to get out in social settings, even if it's yeah. just, you know, once a week. That's good. Okay, next question question we're just like breezing through all of our questions here um best mentoring advice that you would share with our listeners mm, the best mentoring advice that people have given me or to give that to you it doesn't matter it can be what you oh. would pass on or something that somebody's told you that is now yours that you follow something that i've followed is just keeping god first and if you don't believe in God, whatever are your core things that that you feel really strongly about, what are your mm. your core um, belief system, what you value the most, and what is what is your personal truth in life? You know, keep that first, and everything else will be added onto you. For me, it's God, it's faith. So keeping him first, as it says in, um, in the word in Matthew 6, 33, keep ye first, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else will be added on to you. So that's the only thing that I'll tell others. Just keep the faith, man. And there sure you go. The faith. <laughs> so how can people reach you? What is your website? You know, what social channels are you 
uh, using where people can find you? I'm on Twitter, also known as Twitter, at <laughs> Hot Sessions 123. You can also go on Facebook or Book of Faces, as we call it on my show. And my handle, so I have two handles. You can connect with me on Coffee Olay, or you can go to my other handle, Honey99. And how do you spell coffee yeah. Olay? Is it with a C or a K? You, that's a good question. That's probably, uh, I love when people ask that. It's K, it's okay. Coffee with a K. Okay. So it's K-O-F-F-E-E, -E -E, I mean, two E's. Two E's. O-L-E-A-U-L-A-I-T. -E. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. Some yeah. people call me coffee. Some people call me honey. I'm the honey latte in charge, baby. Okay. <laughs> Don't y'all forget it. So good. Well, it's been <laughs> wonderful having you on the show. Yes. Um, you definitely have made uh, some laughs. We're going to have to tag Chris and let him know that he's supposed to be uh, tuning in on this show. And oh, I want to thank you. Nice. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. This was a really good interview. Thank you so much for having me on The Intern Whisperer. And I hope everyone um, has a really beautiful week wherever you are in life. Just keep the faith. So we want to thank our sponsor, Cat5 Studios, and thank you to our production team, Ayana Saunders and our new incoming video interns. We haven't met them yet, but we're excited to announce them. The music is by Sophie Lloyd. And if you would like to have your inclusion tip of the week shared on our show, be sure to record it. Send your audio file to info at e4c.tech and include your name, your job role, and where you work. We will email you with our Intern Pursuit game green screens for your next video conference call. And be sure to visit employers, the number four change at www.e4c.tech to learn how you can create real diversity and inclusion while skilling your people for the future. Thank you for supporting the Intern Whisper by subscribing to our show on Podbean or on your favorite podcast channel.